Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 9th of July. Today, Samajwadi Party Chief Akhilesh Yadav's uncle, Shivpal Singh Yadav, and key ally Om Prakash Rajbhar announced their support for BJP-led NDA presidential candidate Draupati Murmu for the July 18th elections. Earlier this week, the Samajwadi Party had said that it will support former Union Minister Yashwant Sinha in the upcoming presidential elections. Sinha is the joint opposition candidate for the presidential post with allies like Congress, Trinamool Congress, Telangana Rashtriya Samiti, among other parties. According to news agencies, Shivpal Yadav took this decision among growing discontent with his nephew, Akhilesh. He told the agency that the Samajwadi party did not call him or asked for his vote in the upcoming elections. Whereas Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath invited him yesterday at a dinner he hosted for Murmu last night. Suhail Dev Bharatiya Samaj Party Chief Om Prakash Rajbhar had said that he is still with the Samajwadi party but will not remain together forcefully if Akhilesh Yadav doesn't want it. Whereas, Shivpal Yadav blamed Akhilesh for several former alliances of the party breaking apart and called him immature. The nephew and uncle have a long history of political bitterness. Shivpal was a part of Akhilesh's government from 2012 to 2017. However, he left and formed his own party in 2018 after falling out with Akhilesh. The two had joined forces again ahead of 2022 UP elections but recent developments hint at another fallout. At least 16 people have died in a flash flood triggered by a cloudburst in Jammu and Kashmir's Gandharbal district, news agencies reported today. The cloudburst happened at 6pm on Friday evening. At the time of the burst, the victims were camping near the Amarnath cave shrine. Around 25 tents at the location were damaged in the flood. Even some of the pandals that were two kilometres away from the cloudburst site were affected, according to reports. More than 40 people are still missing, officials said. They claimed that 21 injured pilgrims were airlifted to Baltal this morning and added that further rescue operations were underway. Additionally, the 16 recovered bodies have also been shifted to Baltal. As a result of this incident, the yatra has been temporarily suspended. Earlier today, IGP Kashmir and the Divisional Commissioner of Kashmir reached the spot to supervise the rescue operations. According to news agencies, nearly 15,000 of the stranded pilgrims have been shifted to the lower base camp of Panchtarni. A survivor told NDTV that a stampede-like situation followed the incident, but the army was able to help. The 43-day-long Amarnath Yatra began after a gap of three years on June 30th. In 2019, the Yatra was cancelled midway ahead of the centre scrapping Article 370 provisions of the Constitution. The pilgrimage did not take place in 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic. Lakhimpur Kheri police have obtained a warrant against journalist and fact-checker Mohammad Zubair, Indian Express reported. The warrant is against a case registered for hurting religious sentiments through a tweet. The case was lodged last year at Mohammadi police station and charges Zubair with promoting enmity between two groups. The Lakhimpur Kheri court has summoned Zubair to appear before it on July 11th. The Lakhimpur Kheri case was filed in September last year on a court directive. On Friday, the Lakhimpur Kheri police moved a local court, 
obtained a warrant against Zubair and served the warrant at Sitapur jail where Zubair is currently lodged. The Sitapur police took custody of Zubair from Delhi police 2 days ago. He was arrested in a separate but similar case. A person named Kumar Katiar reportedly filed a case accusing Zubair of circulating false news on Twitter in order to disturb communal harmony. The police had then lodged a complaint under section 153A of the Indian Penal Code. This comes right after the Supreme Court ordered an interim bail to Zubair for 5 days on Friday. The interim bail order is with respect to the previous FIR lodged in Sitapur and has nothing to do with the case registered against him in Delhi. The print reported. Sitapur jail superintendent Suresh Singh told Indian Express that following the court directive Zubair has been granted bail in Sitapur case. Now, two warrants, one each of Delhi and Lakhimpur Kheri are pending against Zubair. Listeners, on Friday the Supreme Court provided relief to Mohammad Zubair and Z News anchor Rohit Ranjan. However, the term relief can only be used for the latter. Zubair got interim bail from the Supreme Court, but he will still stay in jail, whereas Ranjan got protection from any coercive police action. as ordered by the apex court zubair was initially arrested for a 4 year old tweet in which he shared a screen grab from an old hindi film as a joke whereas ranjan and his team ran a doctored video of rahul gandhi on their prime time show to make it look like he was supporting the recent udaipur killing which is a more serious offence that can be left to the discretion of the viewers listeners judicial court and the court of public opinion But if you would like to know how the two matters were heard in court, how the court responded, and how the law works against journalists of different organizations, read my colleague Tanishka Sodhi's report titled "Zubair Insulted Respected Religious Leader Bajrang Muni's Followers." UP Police Argue in Supreme Court on NewsLaundry.com. Listeners, if you like the work that we do, consider subscribing to NewsLaundry. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports. free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads news laundry is an ad free platform our journalism is funded by you our subscribers so if you aren't already a part of our independent news model subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner subscription plans begin from rupees 300 a month pay to keep news free Multiple Congress leaders from the All India Congress Committee held a series of press conferences in 22 cities across the country today against the Bharatiya Janata Party. Spokesperson Adil Singh Boparai said that Congress doesn't indulge in the politics of crime and terrorism like the BJP to seek power while addressing a conference in Nagpur and slammed BJP for their fake nationalism. Congress General Secretary Jairam Ramesh said in a tweet They are conducting these conferences by 22 of the senior leaders and spokesperson in 22 cities to quote unquote expose the links of terrorists with BJP. Congress leaders said the aim is to counter the BJP's fake nationalism claims and take the message to the grassroots level that the ruling party has connections with individuals who have indulged in heinous crimes and terror acts. PTI reported. The Congress has alleged that Riaz Akhtari who is one of the prime accused in the killing of tailor kanhaiya lal in rajasthan's udaipur was a bjp member the party had released pictures of the accused with bjp leaders in rajasthan 
They also claimed that Lashkar-e-Taiba terrorist Talib Hussain Shah, who was recently caught by people in Riyasi town in Jammu and Kashmir, was an office bearer of BJP's minority cell in the union territory. Both of these charges have been denied by the BJP. Congress leader Pawan Khera said Talib, who was allegedly planning to attack the Amarnath Yatra in Kashmir, was seen in a photograph with Amit Shah and asked whether it was a security breach. Social media platform Twitter has said that it will sue Tesla CEO Elon Musk after he backed out of his proposed $44 billion offered to buy Twitter, AP reported. Elon cited a lack of information about the fake accounts on the platform as one of the reasons to back out. In a letter to Twitter's board, Elon's lawyer, Mike Ringler, complained that his client had for nearly two months sought data to judge the prevalence of fake or spam accounts on the social media platform, which they claim Twitter did not provide. Twitter chairman Brett Taylor announced on the platform that the Twitter board is committed to closing the transaction on the price and terms agreed upon by Musk. He added that they were planning to pursue legal action and enforce the merger agreement. He also claimed that they are confident that they will prevail in the Delaware Court of Chancery. Musk had argued that Twitter had no way of verifying how many of his 229 million daily users were actually human. Twitter CEO Parag Agarwal in May had answered back with the 13-tweet thread, publicly stating that fewer than 5% of its accounts were bots. On Thursday, Twitter said it removes 1 million spam accounts each day. According to AP, last month Twitter offered Musk access to its firehose of raw data on hundreds of millions of daily tweets, though neither the company nor Musk has confirmed that. Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksha fled his home as protesters surrounded and stormed his residence today. The country, facing its worst economic crisis, has been subject to multiple protests amid rising inflation, lack of resources like food and fuel scarcity and growing discontent with the government. Citing defence sources, Reuters reported that President Gotabaya Rajapaksha was removed from the official premises on Friday for his safety, ahead of the planned rally over the weekend. The protest today got violent as demonstrators clashed with the police, broke down barricades and stormed the president's official residence in Colombo. Visuals aired by local news channels showed some protesters holding Sri Lankan flags and breaking into the president's residence. Some protesters reportedly live-streamed the event on Facebook. People were shouting slogans against Rajapaksha as they marched through his rooms and corridors of the presidential palace. People can be seen taking a dip in the swimming pool and ravaging through the presidential palace kitchen. At least 21 people, including two police officers, were injured and hospitalised in the ongoing protests, Reuters reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.